Hey everybody, what's going on? Uh, welcome to another episode of Cookies and Beer. What's up everybody, how's it going? That is not a beer that I'm cracking, that is a Coke Zero, because I'm drinking Jack and Cokes today, because that's what kind of day it is. I have a glass full of ice, and we're going to pour, oh shit, oh well, the first one will be, the first one will be nice and toasty. And then after that, if I have a second one, then I won't make it as crazy, or I will, dude, I don't fucking know, it's the weekend. Fucking Labor Day? Not to do shit. I don't even know where to put this bottle. I don't have any more desk. I'll put it on the floor. Great. Jack Daniels on the floor, like a fucking true alcoholic. Um, pour a little soda in here. Get a little cheers. Ooh, I love it when you pour when you pour the the booze in first, and then you pour your mixer, and you watch it turn. You, you watch it mix. You watch it make that beautiful color. Oh, I don't have a stirrer. A stirrer? Stirrer. I have a pen. Perfect. Get a little ink in there. Get a little ink cancer. I don't even know if that's a thing, but probably is. I made a fucking mess. We're 90 seconds in. But we got ourselves Jack and Coke. Cheers. And then we'll get into it. See, that's part of the reason I can't do Jack and Cokes anymore. Because I just drank half of it. I can fucking two-sip this thing. Um, which is bad, okay. but beer, beer is, <clears throat> excuse me, I got the black lung pop, it's not well ventilated down here, <laughs> I, um, I'm trying to chill on beer, because I'm getting a little fat, I told myself I wasn't going to get a scale, for the first month that I moved out to, uh, Texas, and um, I should have. I should have kept it in check because my ass gained about 13 pounds in a month, which um, is to be expected. There's just too much food out here. I don't know what it is. I got to fucking get back in black. I don't know. ACDC, great album. But um, I'm cutting out some bread, which is fucking insanely hard out here because they're like, you want cereal? Yeah, we got cornbread with it. <laughs> like everything comes with gravy, cornbread, or a fucking biscuit out here. So it's very hard to say no, uh, but I'm learning just like I'm learning like the rest of you guys, you know, um, not saying Jack and Cokes are going to be any better because then you just get drunk quicker, but it's kind of the point. It's less calories, though, because I have a Coke Zero. So, the more you know. Um, What's going on? I did mention it's Labor Day, right? Or is it Veterans Day? I always fuck up. I think Veterans Day is in November? October? Labor Day? I'm Ron Burgundy. September 5th. Yeah, <clears throat> that's Monday. So, happy Labor to all of you people who are working. And if you're not, then you know what? Hopefully you get a job here. Hopefully it turns around for you. You get that call or that email that you've been waiting for and you can be part of the labor force. That way you can celebrate Labor Day the correct way. And that's by having the day off, which makes no sense. We talked about that. I think every year too, by the way, 
Dude, we've been doing this shit for almost four years, right? Yeah, it'll be four years in April. <clears throat> and nothing's changed. <laughs> I just have moved locations. Um, so yeah, it is Labor Day. Um, we got episode three coming out of uh, House of the Dragon, or Hot D, as they're calling it, which sounds like hot dick to me. Um, they knew what they were doing when they named it Hot D. That is the abbreviation for House of the Dragon. Um, <clears throat> not much to really talk about with House with Hot D, as they say. I can't even say it without sounding fucking crazy. Um, I like it, though. I think it's great. The first episode was amazing. There was blood. There was violence. There was fucking dragons. There was all kinds of cool shit. Episode two was great. Um, got a little weird. Apparently, uh, oh, spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen the newest episode, by this point, it'll be almost a week since it came out, but you're getting the uh, a spoiler alert warning. So fast forward it like 30 seconds, because I'm not going to talk much about it. Ready? Three, two, one, spoiled. I thought it was kind of weird how like the king is going to like like get married to like a young girl like that's kind of weird i mean that's kind of par for the course for game of thrones in that whole era but i feel like they could have just made her 18 and just it could have been creepy instead of illegal but i guess it wasn't illegal back in the day um that was my only hot topic i guess about the show so far so far so good big fan um i like how they kind of convey and talk about the storyline about what happened in Game of Thrones, you know, when the king's talking to Rhaenyrus or whatever and talking about basically the White Walkers and shit like that. It's pretty sweet. Um, is your name Rhaenyrus? It sounds like Rhinoceros. I think it's Rhaenyria. I'm already fucking up. House of the Dragon. I've watched it, I swear. I just I just don't... Rhaenyra. Yeah, so I was wrong. I was fucking... I was fucking wrong. Or is it? Yeah, Rhaenyra. I think it's kind of weird how they go back and forth between the young people and, like, they fast forward, like, 10 years or 6 years or whatever they say. That's kind of fucking it up for me. It reminds me of Lost. I'm not a fan. But I'm going to stay with it because um, that's what you do. I don't know. I'm trying to watch less TV, but also trying to watch more. If I do watch TV, I'm trying to watch bullshit TV. Uh, like... There's just a lot of shit going on in the world, right? So I feel like every once in a while we just need to back off and fucking just get <clears throat> my fucking throat's cleared. I'll have some more Jack and Coke. Uno momento. I feel like there's a lot of shit. So you got to kind of poke your head in and out of the bullshit. When you've had too much, you have to course correct. And for me, it's watching bullshit TV. Love on the spectrum. All kinds of like dating shows because I don't I don't watch it I just have it on it's like background noise while I'm you know making dinner or whatever and then if something catches my attention I'll just like you know rewind it three or four minutes until I understand what the fuck's going on and that's just what I've been doing um, I don't know the show that I've been watching I can't think of the fucking name I was over at a friend's house and she was watching it and then I. Um, I got on the couch and I was a little stoned off the Texas diet weed and I just decided to watch it. I don't know what it was called though, which probably would have helped 
<laughs> it probably would have helped in this situation. But I'll figure it out, and I'll talk about it next week. Um, so, yeah, I've just been trying to watch a lot of dumb shit. If I do, even, I don't even really watch that much TV, dude. I'm kind of at the point where I'm back in my routine. I'm chilling. I get home. You know, I go work out, go do my, get all my shit done, eat dinner. And then I'll, like, smoke a little bit or have a cocktail or two or three or four. And then I'll get on the couch to watch TV. And then I'm asleep within, I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> like, I was trying to wa start watching Peaky Blinders because everyone's fucking been telling me to watch it. And... I realize there's like six seasons or five seasons and I, that's a lot to deal with. And they're an hour long each and it's a whole thing. But I was like, you know what? I'll just start it. So I started it, got through the first episode, started the second episode. I was like, all right, here we go. And then I woke up and it was like episode three and a half, like halfway through the third episode. Cause I fell asleep. <gasps> oh man. Heartburn. Tums. I'm telling you getting old. Dude, I feel like I'm just, I feel like the older I've gotten, the more Tums I eat, I feel like at this point I need to just, I'm just like, I have, so I take a bunch of like, um, supplements and shit. I don't know if they do anything, but I think they do. And that's all that matters. <laughs> so I feel like in lieu of, or while I'm doing that, I feel like I need to just take like two or three Tums every like six hours, just like preventative care. I think you can get like a pill for it. Um, that way you don't have to like take Tums all the time. For heartburn but um yeah fucking apparently jack daniels gives me heartburn i also haven't eaten today i just realized it's seven o'clock at night <laughs> i haven't i had a taco at about 10 30 and that's all i've had and i worked out so that taco is pretty much gone for the most part it's pretty much out of my system at this point and now i'm just throwing uh, a little bit of jack daniels down my throat and uh, it's gonna be fun so uh, I had a point to all that rant. What was I talking about? Bullshit TV. Um, I fucking I fucking stink right now. I don't know what that's all about. I haven't smelled like this since I was in, since I was a kid. I've been putting deodorant on. Oh no, I didn't put deodorant on. That's why. That's why, dude. Dude, did people just fucking stink like shit before deodorant? <laughs> like like when was deodorant? invented because before that you know it was just nasty fucking rotten cocks and just it just smelled everyone just smelled like dirty dicks it just when did deodorant come out my first jack and cook's already hitting tough 1888 Holy shit, did you think it was that old? I thought it was like 1940. <laughs> like, I, if that, I was thinking like right after the hippie movement, because I'm sure all the hippies in the 60s and 70s, when they were doing LSD, listening to fucking Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin, they had like their, they just smelled, just smelled like cock, just gross cock. <laughs> whatever, that's what everyone smelled like. So they were like, it's fine. And then they were like, here, here's fucking spearmint or whatever deodorant came out first. And they were like, wow, you smell like gum. Like, what is gum? Gum hasn't even been invented yet. When did gum get invented? We'll, we'll talk about deodorant here in a minute. So if deodorant came out in 1988, when was gum invented? 1848. Yeah. Gum, dude. Gum in 1848. 
The American Indians chewed resin made from the sap of spruce trees. The New England settlers picked up this practice, and in 1848, John B. Curtis developed and sold the first commercial chewing gum called the State of Maine Pure Spruce Gum. So it tasted like a fucking tree. Tasted like an I. You're just chewing IPAs, basically. That's really all you're doing. When was the first... We're going to talk about deodorant, I swear to God. I have so many tabs open. Oh, my God. Um, the Aztecs also used chicle and even had rules about its social acceptability. Only kids and single women were allowed to chew it in public. Married women and widows could chew it privately to freshen their breath, while men could chew it in secret to clean their teeth. What? So gum cleans your teeth. It doesn't just make your teeth smell better. It actually does clean. So I could just chew gum and not eat, not fucking brush my teeth forever. Dude, imagine. I'd go like a fucking day and a half and I'd be like, well, fuck, get me out of here. North American indigenous people chewed spruce. We already talked about that. Portland, Maine in the 1850s. The first chewing gum factory in Portland, Maine. Um, this is just turning into me fucking... Story time with Andrew. <laughs> Let's talk about chewing gum. <laughs> um, so yeah, dude, fucking chewing gum came out before deodorant. So deodorant, switch gears here. The first deodorant which kills odor-producing bacteria was called mum and had been trademarked in 1888 while the first antiperspirant, which thwarts, thwarts. Do we really, what are we doing here? Thwarts? Both sweat production and and bacterial growth was called Everdry, and it launched in 1903. Interesting. So what was that like? Let's see. Here we go. This ad is called How Advertisers... Oh, fuck. Where did it go? How, how Advertisers Convinced Americans They Smelled Bad. Yeah, I'm into this. Let's fucking learn, dude. Luckily for Edna Murphy... People attending an exposition in Atlantic City during the summer of 1912 got hot and sweaty. For two years, hot and sweaty, hey, for two years, the high school student from Cincinnati had been trying unsuccessfully to promote an antiperspirant that her father, a surgeon, who had, pre uh, had prevented to keep his hands sweat-free in an operating room. Oh, so deodorant technically came from person who was trying to keep their hand from sweating that was a surgeon interesting there you go fucking we all learned something today murphy had tried her dad's liquid antiperspirant in her armpits discovered that it thwarted again with the fucking thwarted dude thwarted thwarts knock it off update the article wetness and smell name the antiperspirant odorano 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 yeah odorano and decided to start a company. But business didn't go well. Initially, for this young entrepreneur, borrowing $150 from her grandfather, she rented an office workshop and then had moved the operation to her parents' basement because her team of door-to-door -door sales women didn't pull enough revenue. Murphy uh, approached the drugstore retailers who either refused to stock the product or return their bottles to Ordano back unsold. 1910... They got traction, bop ba da ba do doo ba doo ba doo 100 years later, uh, the antiperspirant industry is worth $18 billion with a B. Dude, that's crazy. So deodorant was actually 
It actually derived from a person who was trying to keep their hands from sweating during surgery, which imagine that. Dude, surgeons, if you're listening to this, let's be real, you're not. <laughs> but if you know someone that's a surgeon, which let's be real, you probably don't. Um, that's where it started. So then eventually they probably like, I'm tired of rubbing my hands on all this bullshit. Let's just try gloves. <laughs> let's just put gloves on. When were gloves invented? Should we just keep going down the rabbit hole? When were gloves invented? When were gloves invented? Do I already have to pour another Jack and Coke 16 minutes in? This is bad, right? Cave paintings suggested... Uh, oh, no, this is like way back in the day. 1343 before Christ, if you believe in that. B.C., British Columbia. Um... Yeah, we won't go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, dude, deodorant. <clears throat> and I understand the argument against deodorant. Where people are like, oh, it has aluminum in it. And it causes all kinds of whatever the fuck. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I would rather smell good and die young. Than smell like a, you know, shitty fucking trench foot. Dude, trench foot. That was a thing, right? For a while. Like, motherfuckers died from trench foot. What was trench foot? Wasn't that like if you were in like World War One, World War Two, if you were in the trenches, the trenches would be wet from the rain and all the bullshit, and you would just spend days down there, and eventually it would like seep into your boot, and then you would just have like gangrene and shit. Isn't that the right thing? Trench foot or immersion foot syndrome. Ooh, that sounds good. What's that? What's a Christmas gram? I want one. Is a serious condition that results from your feet being wet for too long. So it's not even a trench thing. It just started, yeah, it started during World War I. When soldiers got trench foot from fighting in wet, cold conditions in trenches without the extra socks or boots to help keep their feet dry. Yeah. Should we Google image trench foot? Let's do it. I feel like, you know what? I'm going to make another cocktail real quick. 18 minutes in, two cocktails. Let's go. Um... <clears throat> I'm going to make this real quick. <coughs> See, the goal is, when you make cocktails, the goal is to pack it full of ice. That way, if you want to go second drink, you don't have to refill the ice. little alcoholic tip for you. A little bit of Diet Coke or Coke Zero. Um, let's Google image trench foot. Jesus Christ. Ew. Oh, dude. It looks like 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 you fucking like you rolled Play-Doh into a bunch of lines. Oh, dude, this is so gross. You know how when you sit in the tub for too long and your fingers get that weird little you look old? Yeah, now picture that all over your feet and then open sores. Oh, dude, that is why did I google this? I can't stop looking though. I have to keep Oh, this dude's foot He's missing one, two, three toes. I'm assuming it's a guy. It's a giant foot. So how to prevent trench foot? I don't know. Wear socks. It's 2022. I don't think... Oh, Blackfoot. Like Mr. Deeds. Oh, I can't... Oh! Huh? Oh, my God. That's... It's just picture... I gotta... Fuck you. I gotta get off of this. This picture of this dude that peeled the bottoms of his feet. Oh, dude. I can't stop scrolling, though. It's like watching Two Girls, One Cup. I'm just... Dude, do you remember Two Girls, One Cup? That was a whole thing. 
that was a whole thing. I remember when I watched Two Girls, One Cup for the first time. I was with my cousin Colin and one, two, three, four other friends who may or may not be listening to this. But if you are, you know exactly where you were when we all watched it. We were drinking Jack and Cokes, similar to right now, except we use real, real soda with the sugar. And we pulled it up. And this was probably, I'm going to Google it. I'm not gonna, We're not going to watch it because I don't feel like throwing up. Um, but I feel like it was probably 2005. When did two girls, one, two girls, one cup. When did that come out? Two thousand seven? That can't be right. I mean, that was the year I graduated, but I feel like it came out a couple of years before that. If you haven't watched Two Girls One Cup, um, don't don't do it. It's uh, something that will be burned into your mind for a while. Um, Let's see, when did Two Girls, One Cup come out? Two Girls, One Cup. Yeah, two, January 5th, 2007? As if it has like a, this is on, is it on IMDb? Like, oh, dude, it's an actual thing. Oh, dude. Okay, yeah, I just saw screenshots. Get me, I had flashbacks like a fucking Vietnam vet. I just fucking was sitting there. I remember where I was at, dude. My cousin was on the computer chair. I was to his left. One of my buddies was right behind. We were all like fanned out around him as if we were doing some like top secret fucking investigation. And we went on Rotten.com when that was the thing. I don't even know if Rotten.com is still around. I think it's just... 4chan and 8chan and the dark web now at this point and we watched it and I almost threw up um it's very disgusting uh basically two girls uh poop in each other's mouths and it's very disgusting but we all watched it because that's what we did I don't know I don't know why we watched it but that's just that's just that's just that's just the world that was 2007 dude it was a fucking shooting from the hip type type mentality we didn't give a fuck there was also the one where the guy sits on a uh like a a beer glass what was that one called it goes in his asshole and then it breaks and there's just blood everywhere that one was probably more disturbing because i think the guy died did that guy die i'm not gonna google it i'm just gonna assume he died because that was a lot of blood and it was pretty insane but we watched that, I think, right after that. So we had back-to-back cinemas, <laughs> back-to-back features of uh, greatness. Um, but, yeah, Two Girls, One Cup is... Uh, that will forever be in, in, uh, stitched in uh, into my mind here. So um, we were talking about trench foot and deodorant, and then we got on the Two Girls, One Cup. I don't remember how that happened, but... Um, I think we should get in some dicks of the past, and then we have a lot of sports talk, so let's get into it. But first, dicks of the past. Time machine function three, two, one. This is dicks 
of the past. All right, I don't even have it pulled up. There we go. September 2nd. Bro, we're in September. Wake me up when September ends. Remember that song? Green Day. They were dope in like the mid to late 90s, and then they got kind of whack. When like American Idiot came out, catchy songs, but kind of got whack. I feel like them and AFI kind of had the same, the same, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Trajectory? I think that's the right word. Where it was like mid to late 90s, killing it. Sing the Sorrow. Um, the art of what was the name? Art of Drowning, or was that a Shadows Fall album? AFI albums. What was the one right before? Yeah, Art of Drowning. Art of Drowning, Sing the Sorrow. <clears throat> that was kind of it. And then for Green Day albums, like Dookie, obviously big. Nimrod was great. Insomniac was good. Warning was good. Yeah, and then like 2003, American Idiot came out. When was 03? Would that have been Bush? Because that was like a very political. I mean, most punk is like pretty political, but that was like their one of their biggest political ones. 2004 was when American Idiot came out. Was that Obama? Or was that Bush times two? 2004 president. I think it was Bush dose. Yeah. Yeah, because that was Bush and... No. Am I tripping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because W got two terms. Yeah, and then 09, and then, and then Obama came out. 09, and then Trump, and then Biden, and then... Bro, who are we going to get next? That's exciting, huh? What, what piece of shit are we going to get next? Because <laughs> they all fucking suck. We should just make like an 18-year-old kid just run the country. <laughs> we should just fucking switch it up and get all these old fucks out of here and just be like, dude, you're 18, you just graduated high school, we're doing this, this is a one-shot deal. If it backfires, which it was, it's going to, but it's probably going to backfire regardless, right? Just have some kid run it. They're like, the drinking age is 12 and just drunk driving fucking... Ubers are free, like free cocaine, <laughs> like just fucking Wild West rules. That could be tight, but there's also a lot of issues with that. Anywho's, I was talking about September Oaks. Oh, I was singing September Ends. Was that on American Idiot? Let's see. American Idiot track list. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know what? American Idiot was actually kind of good. I'm looking at the track list. I think I liked it. So I, I, I would include... Did Green Day have a better trajectory than AFI did? So let's see. If we're going Dookie all the way to American Idiot, that's 94 to 2004, which is uh, a, that's a 10-year span. So now let's look up AFI album list. And we've got The Art of Drowning, which is uh, 2000. Sing the Sorrow, which is 03. 
Decemberance, which was 2006. That was okay. Um, I did like the EP they put out in 99. That doesn't count, though. I mean, I guess it could. Dude, AF is AFI still around? Let's see. AFI tour. I would go see AFI. American Film Institute. Not what I wanted. Cocksucker. I wanted the band. There we go. Yeah, dude, they're on tour right now. I would go see AFI. I would go see AFI. Only... Are they playing out here soon? They probably are. That's the one thing I love about Austin, dude, is that it's fucking right there. November 28th at Emo's. Who are they playing with? It's one nice thing. I'm like fucking 30, 25, 30 minutes away from downtown. I can just fucking pop in and pop out. I was going to go see Mastodon and Ghost on Tuesday. I did not go because the cheapest ticket was like 70 bucks. And I was like, eh, like I'm... Ghost, I haven't seen Ghost. I would watch the whole thing. But I was mainly going to see Mastodon. Um, but AFI, oh, it sold out. Great, never mind. Guess I'm not fucking going. Damn, in November it sold out. I guess it's only a few months away. We're, yeah, we're in September, dude. This is crazy. Um, yeah, a lot of shows out here. I love it. I'm going to try to go to at least two shows a year. Or a year. <laughs> two, show, two shows a month um, starting in October. Because I got to get some shit in line for September. September is my fucking chill month. I'm going to sit home and just collect money. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going out. I'm not doing a fucking thing. I am going to Denver, though. I'm going to Denver for a hike. Which I've ne- I don't hike, dude. If you have been with me the entire time of this podcast, you've never heard me be like, oh yeah, so I was hiking last weekend. I never hike. Who the fuck hikes? But you know what? I told myself when I moved, I was going to try different shit. I was going to put myself out there and I'm going fucking hiking with some buddies in Denver. We're going to get high as giraffe pussy and we're going to just go hike. And if we get lost, then we get lost. You know, geocaching. I'll give you my coordinates. You can find my dead body. We'll figure it out. I'm not too worried about much at this point. I'm just like, let's just go out, experience life, get away from the bullshit, and we're going to hike for a full day. I don't know where we're going. My buddy's figuring it all out. I'm flying out, and we're going to drive back. It's going to be like a 13-hour drive back. It's going to be great, and I'm fucking pumped for it. I got to get hiking boots, which I feel... I feel like the kid, like a kid going into like kindergarten, you know, when you like you start a new grade and your mom or dad, your dad or aunt, whoever is like, you know, what, we're going to get you new shoes so that you're looking fresh for your for, for your, you know, for fucking day one. You're like, All right, cool. Sweet. Then you go to Payless or whatever and you get the fucking L.A. gears with, with the light up things when you walk and it looks like a fuck. Everyone has like epileptic seizures when you walk because there's lights everywhere. You look like you're at a fucking dead mouse concert. <laughs> like it's a whole thing. But you, you're but you feeling fresh. You're feeling good. You're feeling confident. So you walk into that first day ready to fuck. And that's what I'm trying to do with this hike. I'm going to go in and I'm going to put these, I'm going to get hiking boots and I'm going to fucking wear them. And I'm probably going to get blisters because I haven't worn hiking boots in forever. And I feel like I should probably get the boots a month before, do some hikes in the boots before to break them in. That way I'm not hiking, I don't know, a seven mile hike in fresh boots. And then I get blisters and I bleed and then I chop my fucking arm off like, you know, James Franco in 127 hours. And it's a whole thing. So 
had a point to this story. The point was um, Jack and Coke is great, and it makes you rant like this. We haven't even talked about dicks of the past. We literally haven't. We started the dicks of the past segment 10 minutes ago, and we haven't even talked about it. So let's get into it. September 2nd, 2001. People were listening to Fallen by Alicia Keys, one of my favorite songs um, of all time. It's probably, I mean, I'm a little buzzed, uh, so it's probably going to be a lot lower than I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, but I'm going to say Fallen by Alicia Keys is probably in my top is it in my top 50? I don't know. Is it in my top 100? Yes, it's in my top 100. I'm going to say it's close to my top 50 or in my top 50 songs of all time. It is amazing live. I think we did an album of the week uh, of Alicia Keys live, um, unplugged rather. And her, when she does Fallen on that album, it is, that is the, excuse me, Jesus, that is the, one of the best um, versions of this song. I'm a huge, huge, what is huge? Huge Jackman. <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of live performances, which you can probably tell because a few of the albums of the week that I've done were all like live albums, like Gary Clark Jr. And I think Alicia Keys and a few others. Um, Acacia Strain has a very good live album, by the way. Acacia Strain, heavily slept on band. Wormwood, I think we did an album of the week of them for like a few weeks ago. One of my favorite bands. One of the craziest pits I've been in. I almost got uh, stabbed, or no, shot. I almost got shot at a um, Acacia Strain show. Long story, we'll talk about it at a different time. And No, we'll talk about it now. Let me book, Let me bookmark this. I went to an, an Acacia Strain show in 2008. Eight? No, probably like 2006. Um, I don't think Wormwood came out yet. When did Wormwood come out? Like 2007? Wormwood, Acacia, Strain. Yeah, I forgot about I almost got fucking murdered. 2010 is when it came out. So it was probably like, yeah, 2008, 2009. And I was with my buddy Armando. And we went out to... I used to live in Lancaster, California, not Pennsylvania. And we used to go to this place called the Vets Hall, which was way on the east side. East side, not good. Very bad people out there. I mean, I'm sure it was very nice people, but there was a lot of bad shit that happened out there. But we were like, yeah, let's go to a let's go to a fucking a deathcore show. Let's do it. And it was them and I think Suffocation, but I could be wrong. Anyways, not the point. We go to the show. Great show. I watched a girl get knocked out, which was pretty insane. Her fucking nose. Oh, no, no, okay. She didn't get knocked out. Her nose got broken, which is arguably worse, especially for a female. Because if your nose gets broken, you're kind of, that's kind of a fucked deck of cards that you're kind of dealt with for the next, I don't know, month or two. And she was very pretty, too. Not that it matters, but she was very pretty and she had a broken nose. Maybe there's a fucking silver lining in there. I don't know. That's for you to figure out. But anyway, she got fucking knocked out. Or she got her nose broken, and two girls dragged her body out of the pit, which was very nice of them. They didn't let her get trampled. That's what we do in the metal community. Pulled her out of the pit, took her to the bathroom. There was just a trail of blood. Like, she got fucking stabbed. It was crazy. I was like, this was 08, so I was probably like 17, 18 years old. They dragged her into the bathroom, cleaned her up. The door was propped open by the trash can. I'm not sure why they made that move so everyone could see. Because, like, it was a small spot. 
the pit, you could like angle yourself to look into the either the men's bathroom or the women's bathroom. Uh, poor design flaw, but we were in a fucking trailer essentially. It was like a trailer that was had the walls broken down and like the ceiling was broken because like people that would play there. I think I saw Dillinger Escape Plan and Evergreen Terrace there and like. The singer for Dillinger Escape Plan, like, broke the fucking ceiling tiles and, like, pulled out electrical wire and was, like, swinging from the fucking rafters. It was dope. It was a great time in heavy metal. It was... Now, I don't I don't know what it's like now, but it was great. Anywho's, um... Acacia Strain has a very good live album. I forgot what it's called, but it is very good, and I'm a huge fan of theirs. Um... So, yeah. Alicia Keys, dude. Alicia Keys, Fallen. Um... Training Day, directed by Antoine Fuqua, was one of the most viewed movies in 2001. Again, dude, Training Day is probably in my top 10. It's for sure in my top 20. I would say Training Day... Is Training Day the best Denzel Washington movie ever? Now, I'm feeling your resistance because you're going, Hey, what about John Q? Hey, what about Remember the Titans? Hey, what about this? Hey, what about Men on Fire? What about this, that, and the other? Are we going to do a Denzel Washington or Washington, if you're my dad, because he said Washington, (laughs) but it's amazing, Um, top 10 list? Or not even a top 10 list, but like, what's his best movies? Let's go. Denzel Washington movies. This this might be a fucking five-hour podcast because he's been in so many great movies. IMDb, so you know it's good. Dude, Book of Eli was dope. It was weird, but it was good. Um, Antoine Fisher was... Dude, Antoine Fisher. Dude, Antoine Fisher honestly made me like cry a little bit i'm a man what you want to fucking fight well <laughs> it was great all right let's go all the way back let's not go too far though like let's go from like malcolm x on so malcolm x is good philadelphia is good crimson tide's good courage under fire is good he got game is good the siege is good bone collector is good hurricane's good remember the titans is good training day john q antoine dude look at this fucking run here so you got c you got heat uh you got fallen he Got Game, The Siege, Bone Collector, Hurricane, Remember the Titans, Training Day, John Q, Antoine Fisher, Out of Time, which was fine, Man on Fire, Manchurian Candidate, Inside Man, great movie, Deja Vu, great movie, American Gangster, great movie. Those are all back-to-back. From 1998 until 2007, so for damn near 10 years straight, just fucking aces all the way through. I didn't see the great debaters or, or taking of Pelham one two three. Actually, I think I did see Pelham of one two three. Book of Eli was dope. Wasn't Mila Kunis as hot ass in that movie? I think she was. She's so dope. Yeah, she was. Good for her. Um, the Equalizer, fantastic. Magnificent Seven, fantastic. Equalizer 2, didn't see it. Equalizer 3 apparently is announced. So maybe I need to watch Equalizer. I think I watched part 1. Oh, Two Guns was dope. Wasn't that with Ryan Reynolds? No, Mark Wahlberg. Same but different, you know? <laughs> it's like... Same white dude. It's the same shit. Um, okay, dope. We got Training Day. Uh, we're not going to do a top 10 list. That's, I'm um, not feeling it. 
Um, if you were playing video games, you were playing Castrol Honda VTR. Well, Castrol is a type of oil, I believe. But we're going to Google it while I drink the rest of my second Jack and Coke. I don't think we're going to go number three, or do we? I don't know. We got we stuff to talk. We got to talk about sports. We got an album of the week. This might be a whole thing. Dude, I think my cousin had this fucking video game. 2001 on PlayStation. I'm pretty sure my cousin, my cousin Colin, had this Castro Honda World Superbike Team VTR. Um, maybe not. 2001, we were 11. Oh, it, it wasn't even released in the U.S. Only Europe and Japan. So we definitely didn't play it because I grew up in California. Um, pretty good dicks of the past, dude. We got Alicia Keys. We got Training Day. I'm a fan. I'm a fucking fan. I like it. That might be the one of the better ones that we've had. Um, moving on to sports. So, I'm out of ice. So, I don't think I can do another Jack and Coke. Should I just do it? I think two's good. Two's good. We're chilling. Um, sports. So, as of today, which is Thursday at 8, 8.02... Um, I just found out that Donovan Mitchell has been basically, I don't know if he was traded. I think he was traded technically to the Cavs. This just broke a couple hours ago. Um, we're going to look into it live here because I don't know why they did this, but let me look here. Donovan Mitchell went to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Colin Sexton. Oh, my God, dude. Three players, a 2025 first-round draft, a 2026 pick swap, 2027 first-round pick, a 2028 pick swap, and a 2029 first-round pick. So three first-round picks and two pick swaps for Donovan Mitchell, which is insane. Donovan Mitchell's an amazing player. Nothing against him. But I feel like the Cavaliers got fucked on this deal. Because who else does Cleveland have that Donovan Mitchell could play? Because I think the, the, the word on the street on uh, Twitter world, as OJ Simpson would say, is that there was speculation about Bronny James and LeBron James potentially playing in Cleveland for once Bronny gets drafted, whenever that is. But LeBron already signed a two-year, like, $100 million deal to stay with the Lakers. So maybe... Dude, imagine... Like, let's just, let's just, let's just put our thinking caps on. Let's say in two years... Donovan, the the Cleveland Cavaliers starting lineup is Donovan Mitchell, LeBron James, and Bronny James. Wouldn't that be fucking wild? That would be insane. But I feel like the Jazz won this trade. I feel like this trade, I'm not going to compare it to the Russell Wilson trade, but it's similar because you've got the Utah Jazz and you've got Donovan Mitchell, who has been pretty fucking dominant, 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 
Dominant Mitchell. <laughs> Dominant over the last few years, right? So you've got that likeness. And then you've got the Denver Broncos who had a great defense, a decent offensive line, a couple good targets, pretty good running game, but a sh- relatively shit quarterback. Not shit quarterback, but they've just been going through the motions, let's be honest, since Peyton left, since the, the Seahawks fucked them in the Super Bowl. They should have won the following year. They didn't. They should have ran the ball. That's a different story. We'll talk about that a different time. But I feel like this is kind of a similar trade because the Jazz got three picks. I believe the Seahawks got three picks. And then we got draft picks. So we pretty much just drafted a couple offensive linemen, a tight end, and a wide receiver, which is fine. Um, I feel like this is kind of a similar trade package. Um, Russell Wilson, I don't know if it could be compared to Donovan Mitchell just because of the length of their careers. Because Russ has been playing for 10 years, 11 years, something like that. Never not made playoffs until last year. No big deal. <laughs> Fucking our offensive line sucked. And he was like, fuck you. How much was his contract? He just officially signed a huge deal with the Broncos. It was a five-year, like $265 million deal. Russell Wilson. Dude, it's going to fucking hurt me so bad to watch Russ in a Broncos. I'm glad he went to the Broncos, though, because if he went to, like, if he went to, like, the Patriots or he went to, he wouldn't go to the Cowboys. If he went to the Patriots or if he went to, dude, imagine that. Imagine they fucking traded um, Dak Prescott and a couple, like, draft picks for Russ. Dude, the Bron- the fucking Cowboys would have been, would murder. Nothing against Dak. I think Dak would do well on our, on our squad. We'll see how our offensive line looks. So far, not so good. Drew Locke threw three picks the other night. Not too stoked on that. But we'll see what happens. Apparently, we got Geno for the unforeseeable future. I don't know how that's going to play out. I thought he did well last year when Russ got hurt. I don't know. But yeah, five-year, $245 million for Russell Wilson. I believe 165 of that is guaranteed. Um, or somewhere around there. I don't see... He's the second highest paid quarterback behind Deshaun Watson, who's fucking suspended for... Dude, I need to talk about the NFL for a minute. We'll get to boxing and UFC, but we got to pivot here to NFL. The NFL's fucking rigged, dude. It's straight up rigged. You're going to sit here and tell me that Russell Wilson's first game as a Denver Bronco is going to be in Seattle on Monday Night Football rigged you're gonna tell me that baker mayfield's first game back is going to be against cleveland his previous team rigged you're gonna tell me that fucking who was the other one deshaun watson oh deshaun watson's first game back is going to be in houston who is his previous team rigged that's three three huge things right there like, hey, why did they suspend him 13 games or not 10 games or and not 8 games? Because they want him to put butts in the seat at Energy Stadium in Houston, right? Energy Stadium? Yeah. Energy Stadium in Houston for that whole thing. And I'm going to tell you what, I hope the Browns fucking win. I hope the Browns fucking destroy the Texans. 
I'm not a fan of the Texans. I don't hate the Texans. I thought Arian Foster was one of the best running backs of all time. That's just a personal thing. I like the Texans. J.J. Watt, he should have stayed. I don't know. They fucked him off there. I understand why he left. He's on the Cardinals now. The Cardinals are looking great. Kyler Murray's looking good. Um, they got D-Hop, everything. Dude, they got rid of D-Hop, too. Yeah, there's something going on in Houston. I don't know what's going on with the front office, but there's some fuckery involved. You're going to let go one of the best receivers, one of the best linebackers, one of the best fucking... Well, I love Deshaun Watson's one of the best quarterbacks, but... He definitely was on his way up. He was doing fine, and then they, yeah, that's the whole thing. Um, basically, long story short, the NFL is fucking rigged. That's just what it is. I will watch till the day I die. I understand that these these guys are getting fucking CTE and killing their families and the whole thing. It's fucking terrible. I don't have a solution for it. I'm just a spectator. I do fantasy. Oh, fuck, I have two drafts this weekend. I'm doing fantasy again, and I'm already regretting it. This fucking season hasn't even started yet, and I already regret it. I already regret doing it. I'm doing two leagues, and I haven't done fantasy in like five years, four years on purpose, because what it does is it winds up doing the same thing it does to me as it does to everybody else, which is you stop caring about the team that you actually root for. You root for individual players. Not the teams, which is obviously is what fantasy is all about. And um, you kind of lose sight of the game. You have a different lens when you watch the game. You want certain players to do good, which is great, because you probably put money in and you want to win the whole pot, this, that, and the other. But um, because of that, it steers you away from being an actual fan of your team. So we'll see. We'll see how, how it goes. This is a trial run. Um, yeah, that. That's it for football. Moving on to boxing, I think Jake Paul is fighting Anderson Silva. Um, I saw that pop up. I don't know if that's confirmed or what. Um, it looks like it's just talked about potentially October 29th, which is coincidentally when Modern Warfare 2 comes out. Well, the day before. Dude, if you guys, if anyone that's listening, if you guys want to get down on some fucking Warzone 2 when it comes out, hit me up. Let's fucking, let's get squatted up. Let's fucking do it. Let's run quads. Let's get crazy. I'm ready to fuck. I haven't played video games in a while, or at least Warzone, and I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. Let's do it. Let's get a cookies and beer fucking clan going, and let's let's get involved. Um, so yeah, potentially October 29th for the Jake Paul Anderson Silva fight. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen with that. If you're a betting man, you're taking Anderson Silva just because yeah, he's older by like 15, 20 years, but Anderson Silva is a fucking nightmare to deal with. So this is gonna be one of Jake Paul's, I think. This fight's going to get canceled. I already fucking know it. There's something with Jake Paul, not him personally, but there's something, there's an aura or something against him to where fights just don't work. The whole um, Fury fight didn't happen. Tommy Fury fight didn't happen. I feel like people are either, one, scared to fight him, or two, because they don't they don't want to get a, you know, a puncher's chance and they lose, and then now they're on the news. 
because of a YouTube star who can actually kind of box. Like, he's kind of proven that. But this is going to be one of his first fights. We thought it was going to be against Tommy Fury. But if he fights Anderson Silva, obviously Anderson Silva isn't a boxer, but he is a striker. He's great with his feet, who I know is, is pointless when it comes to boxing. But because of that, he's got the sharpness. He's got the veracity. He could do it. Um, so we'll see. It'll definitely put butts in the seats, draw the pay-per-views up. There'll be like a UFC versus boxing thing, kind of like the Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul thing. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, moving on to UFC. Speaking of UFC, we've got the, what is it, the Taito Ivasa and the Cyril Gon fight this uh, weekend, right? Yeah. We've got the Robert Whitaker and Marvin Vittori fight that was canceled a few a few months ago. We got that going on. We've got um, who else do we got? Do I Andrew, do I know the Jessica Andrade fight got canceled? Right, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, we got Joaquin Buckley fighting on the prelims. I think Joaquin Buckley should be up a little bit further than. I don't know if he should definitely be on the main card. He did win his last, like, two or three fights. Maybe four fights. Um, I could be wrong. Yeah, he won his last two fights. So I feel like because of that, maybe he should either be one high on the prelims or early on the main card. But... What the fuck do I know? I don't know. Especially because the Jessica Andrade fight got canceled. They should maybe push the Joaquin Buckley fight right before the Nathaniel Wood and Charles fight. But we'll see. We'll see. It'll be a great fight. Great card. I'm excited to see what's going what's to happen. The following week, we've got the um, the Tony Ferguson fight. We've got the Johnny Walker fight. We've got the Nate Diaz and the Hamzat Shamayev fight. We'll talk about that next weekend. What's that prelim card card looking like? Hakeem Dawudu, that's going to be a great fight. We've got, we're on the early prelims. No one that I'm aware of. Yeah, dude, then we got Corey Sandhagen and Song Yadong. We got Giga Chikatsi and Sadiq Youssef. Yeah, great cards. Great fucking cards coming up. And then after that, we got Mackenzie Dern. Cody Garbrandt's fighting. Tabitha Ricci, I think she's a Ventura native, where I used to live. Not native, but I think, that, I think that's where she's from. Alexa Grosso's fighting. Jared Cannonier, Sean Strickland. I think Sean Strickland's out for that fight, though, right? October 15th? Pretty sure. Yeah, dude, great cards. UFC 280. What is that? October 22nd. This card... I'm not doing any, I'm just going to fucking buy the fight and buy a bottle of Jack and just watch the entire fight. We've got Volkan Odismir starting off the, oh no, we don't, we have even further, we have Caitlin, dude, this fucking main card is stacked. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten fights. On the main card, we got Piotr Jan, Sean O'Malley, we got Caitlin Chikugian fighting. Benil Derouche fighting, Bilal Muhammad and Sean Brady, TJ Dillashaw and Aljamain Sterling. Then we've got the well-weighted Islam Makachev 
fighting Charles Oliveira for the lightweight belt. Jesus. October 22nd. I got to make sure I don't do a fucking thing that day. Yeah. That's going to be a that's going to be a great fight. Um outside of that uh football we really we really talked about uh football, right? For the most part, I think we covered everything. My Seahawks looked like absolute horse shit against the Cowboys, but that's fine. You know what? It's preseason. We got Geno starting. We got DK, Tyler Lockett. We're, f- I think, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle this year. But I think the Seahawks are going to win. How many games are the Seattle Seahawks going to win this year? Is it going to be more than eight? I don't know. Let's look at their schedule. Let's look at their schedule. Seattle Seahawks schedule. So just a quick analysis of the year. Let's just let's just see what happens. Broncos Seahawks. What's gonna happen? I want my Seahawks to win, obviously. Do I think they're going to win? I don't know. But I have to say yes. I have to say yes against all of these. But if I'm being a realist, if I can put my realist cap on, I'm going to say that the Broncos are probably going to win by 14 points. They're probably going to win by two touchdowns. They're going to come out tough. They're, 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 they're going to be like 24-0 at the half or something around there. And then Seattle's going to march down the field and they might lose by like a touchdown or a field goal. Maybe. So that's week one. Week two, Seahawks Niners. Um, that's going to be a rough one too. I, <laughs> I think we got a rough few years ahead of us. But the Niners, we're the Niners kryptonite. So I feel like if they're going to win either of these, I feel like they might get their shit pushed in with the Broncos and they're going to come back and beat the Niners. So that's one win. Are they going to beat the Falcons? Yes, they're going to beat the Falcons. Are they going to beat the Lions? Yes, they're going to beat the Lions. Are they going to beat the Saints at home? I'm supposed to go to this game. I'm probably not going to. Are they going to beat the Saints? I don't think so. I think Jameis is going to ball the fuck out this year as long as he can stay healthy. I think Jameis is going to come in clutch. I think Kamara is going to have a big year. I think having Mike having Mike Thomas back is going to be great. Quan Alexander, everybody, I think is going to be great. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I don't think they're going to win that game, though. So, we were at two at three wins right now. Are they going to beat the Cardinals? More than likely not. If everyone's healthy on the Cardinals, they're probably not going to win that. Are they going to beat the Chargers at home or in San Diego? Or, no, they're not in San Diego. In L.A.? Probably not. They're not going to beat the Chargers. Are they going to beat the Giants in Seattle? Yes, they're going to beat the Giants. I fucking hope. Then we go back. We go back to the Cardinals in Arizona. Are they beating the Cardinals? Probably not. Are they beating Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay? Fuck no. There's. I don't think there's a way. Are they beating the Raiders? Depending on the offensive line, they might be able to beat the Raiders. But if our offensive line is paper thin, then Chandler Jones is just going to fucking destroy whoever who is uh, throwing the rock. So I don't know about that one. I'm going to say no. Probably not going to beat the Raiders. Are they beating the Rams? Fuck no. They got Bobby Wagner now. The Rams are probably going to win the Super Bowl. 
I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's going to be the Rams or it's going to be the Buccaneers. And then Tom Brady is going to say, suck my cock. And he's going to ride off with ring number eight or whatever he's got. Are they beating the Panthers? Probably. So that's number five. We go back to San Francisco. Are we beating San Francisco? I think we're going to lose the December 15th game. Are they going to beat the Chiefs? If they beat the Chiefs on Christmas Eve, it's going to be a fucking by a by a last minute field goal. Um, so I'm I'm going to say yes. And then they beat. Are they going to beat the Jets? Last game of the year in Seattle. I'm going to say yes. So I'm going to say six or seven games that they're going to win. Um, and then supposedly they're playing the. We usually always play the Rams or the Niners the last game. So. That's January 8th. Are we beating the Rams in Seattle? Probably not. But there's going to be a bunch of Bobby Wagner fans, a bunch of 54s rolling around in Seattle, lime green things, Bobby, we want you back signs. We're going to have a bunch of that shit. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Seattle is going to win six or seven games this year, and we'll see what happens. Anything over that is a fucking W. Anything under that, then we got to reevaluate. But I feel like as far as a Seattle Seahawks fan goes we're going to win six or seven games that's the expectation we're not expecting wild card we're not expecting playoff berth we're not expecting any of that we're just expecting to be a little bit under 500 that's all we're asking for pretty sure pete carroll's going to retire in the next couple years then who the fuck are we going to get we're going to get some some person some dude that's it's just going to be a rebuilding, rebuilding, rebuilding. But we still got DK. I'm still waiting. I, I I understand we just signed DK Metcalf to I think like a three or four year deal. But I depending on what happens this year, I feel like DK is going to be like, hey Cowboys, what's up? Buy me out of my contract. Send me fucking Zeke or whoever. And as like a trade and swap type deal, depending on how Zeke does or whoever. Um, and if DK ends up going to the Cowboys, I wouldn't be shocked. In the, in, in the next two years, mark my fucking words, if DK stays injury prone and the Seahawks suck over the next year or two, Jerry Jones is going to be like, bro, DK, come over. Like, let's get you, let's get you involved. Practice facility in Frisco, Texas. Let's fuck. And he'll fucking murder it. Him, CD Lamb, everybody, it'll be insane. So we'll see what happens. A lot of speculation, a lot of bullshit that I am talking, but that's because I'm high and I fucking drank two Jack and Cokes. So let's fuck. Um, oh, we still got album of the week. Album of the week. <laughs> album of the week. I'm pretty sure I already did this one, but I it wasn't on the list of albums that I've done before. Now it is. So if this is the second time, there won't be a third. But I have been listening to Linkin Park quite a bit over the last three to four weeks Ever since I moved out here, I don't know why, has no correlation to Texas, but that's just the way life works. So I went with Meteora by Linkin Park. It came out in 2003. Check it out. Big fan of those first two or three albums, uh, or no, three or four albums. Um, after that, it got a little squirrely with like the Transformer shit. There were some good songs, but it got a little weird. Um, rest in peace, Chester, all of that good stuff. Outside of that, I think I think we're good. You guys have a fucking safe Labor Day. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, which isn't really saying much. Um, yeah, 
have a good time, drink, be merry, don't drink and drive, don't do all the dumb shit, but fucking get paid and get laid. You know what I mean? Outside of that, you guys be safe, you guys be good humans, and I will talk to you motherfuckers next week. Peace. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.